and welcome back to the Mike Meets London Tastemakers podcast. In this episode, I chat to Leonardo from Badiani Gelato all about their rich dessert heritage, what makes them so special, and their future plans for London and beyond. Badiani do my favourite gelato around, so if you haven't tried them yet, you know what to do. We caught up remotely, and there are a few minor sound glitches, but hopefully that won't detract from your enjoyment of the episode too much. Let's hop in. So, I'm here chatting remotely with Leo from Badiani, who's situated in lovely Florence. <laughs> Not that I'm jealous or anything. Do you want to kick us off by introducing yourself and what you do at Badiani? Hi, everybody. Hi, Mike. Uh, thank you so much for hosting me. Um, buongiorno. I'm Leonardo, and uh, yes, as you mentioned, I work for Badiani. I'm basically the responsible of everything that development and uh, scalability uh, in Badiani. So basically, I'm the one thinking about the future, the future uh, plans for Badiani and how we make them feasible. Yeah, as you mentioned, Badiani uh, is from Florence, uh, where I'm also from. Uh, and, you know, the working from home uh, setup allowed me to move back to Florence after uh, some years of living in London. And, and it's great because I'm working for you know, like this company that started in Florence and then now uh, moved to London and plans to conquer the world in a way <laughs> with, uh, with the Florentine gelato. And uh, yeah, that's my story, more or less. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's uh, jealous of you after that little description. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, it sounds like uh, yeah, being the one in charge of thinking about the future is a pretty tough job, though. Um, maybe, maybe we can dig into that in a bit. But I guess, first of all, do you want to kind of give us a sort of overview of what Badiani is, I suppose? Like, what's the elevator pitch? Absolutely. Well, the elevator pitch is very easy. It's like we want to um, export the, the the Florentine gelato um, all over the world, you know, like uh, and amaze everyone uh, with the with art parts and like art uh, from Florence. Uh, not only, you know, like everyone knows Florentine art uh, when it comes to like statues and mm. uh, pictures, but uh, also like gelato is also part of the Florentine art. And the nice thing is that, as I was telling you, you know, like the, the core team at Badiani, we are actually from Florence. Mm. You know, we are, we, we know what we're talking about. I mean, Badiani has been around since 1932. So it's kind of an institution in Florence. Mm. You know, like, I mean, I, I, I've always known Badiani since I was a little kid. Right, you know? like, right. And if you, if you chat with everyone from the city of Florence, they will know what Badiani, uh, what Badiani is. They will know our uh, fantastic signature flavor, Buontalenti. And, and so like, we are all like super motivated and super proud of our heritage, of our history. And uh, we're super motivated up, uh, about, you know, like obviously exporting this uh, all around the world and uh, make uh, other people um, around the world fall in love with, with this flavor, that, uh, this flavors that we, <laughs> that we love. Amazing. Well, I mean, you've definitely succeeded with me. <laughs> I fell in love there a long, long time ago when you first came over here. But I, I mean, you, you touched on a few, a few bits there. And I mean, one thing is, yeah, like the history of the brand, which definitely I think comes across, like even just sort of in the stores that you have here in London. And, you know, whenever I've chatted to yourself or like anyone else who, who works for Badiani, like the sort of heritage comes through very strongly. And uh, Did you want to tell us like a bit of the, the story or the history behind the brand? 
Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, next year we're gonna turn uh, 90. I mean, not wow. me personally. Uh, <laughs> I'm still only 34, but Badiani is gonna turn uh, 90, so uh, much older than me. <laughs> and we're super proud of that, you know, because like we we do have these uh, 90 years of mm. uh, of know-how, of heritage, of you know, like of tradition that we carry around. Some of our recipes have been like. 20 30 40 50 years in the making right, you know and right. we we just uh tune, fine tune it every year you know we uh, our gelato um, masters uh, they uh you know like they just just switch it and it's like come on like this recipe is good and like no no wait uh, i know i can make it better you know and it's and it's crazy you know like it's 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 really it's really interesting how you know like uh, the the tradition you know like joins also like modernity and you know like uh, innovation uh, when it comes to uh, you know like to these very ancient recipes that get updated every time but yeah to come back to your question sorry i'm uh, i'm blabbering a little bit uh, i'm italian you know i can't help it uh, i love i love chatting I love it's the passion talk. coming um, through don't worry. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yeah to come back to your question yes the, the company was founded in, in 1932 and uh, it's been in florence ever since and uh, since uh, the late 90s, the, the control of the company is uh, in the hands of the family Pomposi. Paolo Pomposi is our creative genius. Uh, he's the one who won several awards uh, for his uh, creations, his gelato. And uh, amazing thing is that his son, uh, Nicolò, who is in London, because uh, Paolo Pomposi works uh, here in Florence, Nicolò, uh, works in uh, London with you know with a new English company basically, and he's also exactly as passionate as uh, his father when it comes to you know like research and development, mm -hmm. and he's exactly as talented. I mean, when you talk to when you talk with uh, Nicola is a very good friend of mine. You know, I mean, we, we we are colleagues, but we also became good friends, and it's super fun to you know like talk to him about mm -hmm. uh, gelato. He's like so passionate and so technical as well. <laughs> so it's it's great. So you know, like this this heritage, this uh, tradition that gets passed on uh, from generation to generation is also amazing. Oh yeah, very very cool indeed. And I, you mentioned kind of. Yeah, the sort of award-winning stuff there, and you you mentioned yeah the the trademark Badiani flavor of Pontalenti earlier as well. Like I, I think that came about through some kind of competition, wasn't it? Uh, so this is my favorite story. So <laughs> you're really like uh, you know like buckle up because uh, I I can talk a lot about this because <laughs> no, it's really it's really what makes Badiani special. So um, Pontalenti. The name of the of the flavor uh, comes actually from this this historical figure Bernardo Montalenti, uh, who lived uh, in the fifteen hundred, I guess. Take it with a with a grain of salt. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not you, sure yeah. about the, the exact date, uh, but anyway, it, it, he lived during the Medici time. The Medici were this family who ruled over Florence for several centuries uh, back then, in the Renaissance period, and basically the Medici family were the, the family behind the, the whole renaissance you know like they were the one supporting all these artists that made the renaissance from Leonardo da Vinci to uh, Botticelli, Michelangelo and so on and so forth and um, well basically Bernardo Montalenti was an architect but he was like he was also like a, a kind of like a creative genius so that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a, a, ter a term that we usually use for our uh, gelato makers, <laughs> Paolo Pomposi and Nicola Pomposi, uh, are creative geniuses. But he was also like that kind of creative genius that was very 
common uh, back then in mm. the Renaissance. And so he, he was not only like a, um, an architect and a, yeah, a genius and everything, but also he was giving by the Medici family the, the task to kind of like impress these Spanish guests that were coming right. uh, to Florence with a fantastic banquet. And in, the, in this banquet, he decided to really like make something extravagant <laughs> and extraordinary. And he uh, created uh, this, this dessert which was like this, this traditional crema, this traditional like creamy dessert, but uh, frozen. So, you know, like, I mean, something similar has already appeared in France and stuff like mm. that. But this is the first, you know, like example of the gelato uh, as right, we know right. it. Uh, it's the first, first appearance in history. And we know that because, you know, like the, the life of Bernardo Montalenti was narrated by this uh, historian, uh, Giorgio Vasari. So in his book, which I had the pleasure to, the kind of pleasure in, in, <laughs> in quotes, uh, to read uh, in, in school, because obviously we do a lot of history right, of right. art in uh, school in Italy, obviously. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, this, this whole thing is very well documented. And so we fast forward to the 70s now, and the city of Florence, uh, actually like the, the, the shops of the city of Florence decide to, to make a competition um, about in honor of Bernardo Bontalenti, basically. Right. So every, every shop in Florence had the task to kind of like honor uh, Bernardo Bontalenti with their art, uh, with their, you know, like uh, with, with what they do best. Mm. And Badiani took part to this uh, contest and, and thought, okay, let's see if we can somehow recreate. Obviously, Bernardo Bontalenti didn't leave a recipe, mm. obviously, you know, but, you know, like Badiani was like, okay, let's see and let's see if we can somehow recreate uh, this recipe, you know. Okay, like uh, it's a crema, uh, it has sugar, which was kind of something kind of new back then in yeah, the 1500. Yeah. You know, America, uh, and the America was, had just been uh, discovered in, mm-hmm. in quotes. So, yeah, so basically, Badiani dis- uh, created this flavor to honor uh, Buontalenti and, and won the competition. And what really amazes me is that, uh, you know, like this recipe has been created to be as similar as possible to the original one, you know, by Bernardo Montalenti of the 1400. So basically, 1500. So basically, when you eat Bontalenti, it's like, it's like going back, mm. uh, you know, like back in time, and you're kind of tasting the first gelato that humanity has ever tasted, you know? Wow. Um, so, <laughs> And that's, and that's, okay, that might be a little bit, you know, like a little bit too much, uh, you know, like, again, I'm Italian, I can help it, you know, I love the drama, but, but it is, I mean, for me, every time I taste Pontalenti, that's what I taste. I taste, you know, like the first gelato ever made. And, and it's still very simple, you know, we always mm. say it's only four ingredients and it's the truth. It's, it's not a lie. It's only cream, milk, sugar, and eggs. Um, so it's a very simple crema. But sometimes, you know, like simple, it's just the best, you know, and we uh, and really it it is the most famous flavor that we have. Everyone in Florence uh, knows Buontalenti. A lot of people in Florence also try to copy us. Um, (laughs) Obviously, the copy is never as good as the original. um, But um, but yeah, so it's it's what makes us special for sure. Yeah, it's an incredible story, definitely. I, I, I like the idea of... Uh... I, told you, I told you to buckle up. I told you to buckle up. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll now think of myself as traveling back in time every time, every time I eat it. So obviously, yeah, you're, you're well-renowned in Florence, in Italy. But 
You've now been over here in London for a little while now. Well, you personally for a bit, but Badiani as a brand. So what was kind of the reason behind expanding over here? Well, um, it all starts from the one talent here again, because um, basically Paolo Pomposi, um, our creative genius, decided to kind of like enhance Buontalenti and create uh, the flavor that it's my personal favorite, mm. uh, which is La Dolce Vita. And La Dolce Vita, you, you know it very well, Mike, but I'll explain <laughs> for those who don't. It's uh, basically two layers of this Buontalenti crema with uh, layers of hazelnut chocolate spread in between. So it's the... Like, it's like, a, I don't know, like a, a, a gelato lasagna, I don't know, like, but, <laughs> yeah, but with yeah. hazelnut chocolate. It's, it's delicious, and it's my personal favorite. And, well, Paolo Pomposi came to London to the Gelato Festival in 2015 and won the Gelato Festival as uh, best flavor in Europe. Mm. Um, it, it, that was in London. And, uh, and that kind of, like, turned on a light bulb, in a way, in, in uh, the minds of, of the people at Batiani. And we're like, okay, we should probably start to, you know, like uh, export. Yeah, as I was saying at the beginning, you know, export our our art, our uh, flavors also outside of Italy. And we started in Mercato Metropolitano, which is this amazing uh, food market uh, in Elephant and Castle. It was successful. And then uh, we opened, uh, they opened, because I wasn't working there yet uh, in Notting Hill. And then we opened, and I can use the, the first person uh, plural, because then I joined the team and we opened in Chelsea. And now we have uh, eight shops, mm. soon to be nine shops all around London. So definitely the, you know, like the feedback was very positive. Yes, very much taking over the city step by step, I think. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, like, I, I mean, it, it's, I think quality, you know, like always takes over in the end, mm. you know, like it's, uh, we, we are slow burners, you know, like we're, we're not like um, a Pratt or mm. Primark that opens and, uh, you know, like immediately, immediately people are, are queuing outside because obviously our brand is not as known at the moment, but um, we, we realize that like if someone, people who try our gelato once, they usually come back, you know, because <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of addictive. I, I know it, I know it for a person, you know, like for in first person, you know, because uh, I, I always have, you know, La Dolce Vita withdrawals. Oh, yeah, it, it was our sort of troubling addiction during lockdown. We were we were ordering boxes every week. It was, yeah, definitely. I mean, it was great, but also maybe not the best habit. I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, come on. I mean, there, there's, there's worse. <laughs> definitely worse. That's true. Definitely worse. So you kind of alluded at the start as well to sort of plans for taking over the rest of the world as well. Sort of do you have other places in the UK, places in Europe in your sites? Okay, so um, I, this is a spoiler uh, in a way, but I can tell you that in two weeks uh, I have a flight to Barcelona because uh, we definitely want to want to see um, how Spain will react mm. to our gelato. Um, we already, actually, I don't know if you know, but um, we started uh, this amazing project, which is the uh, delivery uh, nationwide. So during mm. lockdown, you mentioned lockdown. During lockdown, obviously, we had to kind of like reinvent ourselves ourselves a little bit. So obviously, you know, like the shops were just operating as takeaway and delivery. And so we launched the delivery website. And then we were like, okay, we don't want to just stop uh, in London, you know, like we there, uh, there has to be a way to deliver also nationwide. 
and we we partnered with uh, with other companies and we found this like thinking out of, outside of the box solution to um, to deliver uh, gelato also nationwide. So now we deliver everywhere in the UK, apart from you know like the, the places that are very difficult to <laughs> yeah. uh, to reach. So uh, I mean, uh, if someone is listening from the Isle of Man, I'm not sure about yeah, that. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, but we do deliver it nationwide right now. And so like we also use this uh, technique also to try some test deliveries in, uh, in Spain right. and people reacted very well. Now it's a bit harder to send stuff uh, outside of the UK to Europe for obvious reasons. But uh, when it was still possible, mm-hmm. uh, we did that and people reacted very well. So we're like, okay, yes, we, we have to try. So um, yeah, we're going to try Spain for sure. And then there are other markets, but those are more like still in the, you know, like in the brainstorming phase. But Spain, yes, I'm, uh, I'm very confident that it, could, it can work. Also, I can brush off my Spanish. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, plus sides all around. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like Spain's climate would probably be a good, good fit for it, definitely. Definitely. I mean, if, if we can sell gelato in London, you know, like with the... <laughs> infamous london weather uh, i'm sure that spain will be more gentle with us well said well said and so i guess kind of big question then especially as you're obviously trying to branch out into to more markets and reach more people is like what do you think is the sort of essence of what makes badiani like stand out compared to other gelato brands or other i guess like ice cream type places well, first of all, um, obviously, we have to differentiate between ice cream and gelato. Of course, you know? of like course. This is, this is uh, something that... Uh, it's funny because like, a lot of people that, that are not necessarily in the food uh, or gelato business, they are now coming to our shops and they're like, oh, yes, this is gelato, this is not ice cream, so they know the difference. But basically, it, you know, like it, in, in a few words, ice cream is... Um, Hagendas or the, the Grom gelato, the Grom ice cream that you buy in uh, in supermarkets. So it's something that is like kind of like mass produced, is uh, is is literally like ice cream. So it's it's basically like frozen whipped cream. Uh, so it has uh, a bit uh, a lot more fat, a lot more air. Um, gelato is more like a crema, so like a, a, a dessert that happens to be frozen uh, in a way. So it's more artisanal, obviously. So that's the first main difference. You know, obviously, if you're used to like ice cream, then you try gelato. That's already like <laughs> kind of like going from night to day. But and in the gelato field, obviously, there are some of our in quotes competitors. I don't want to call them competitors. Mm. We're just uh, actors in, on the same stage in a way, which also do gelato and they do amazing gelato. I don't know. Definitely on our side, we have the heritage. So everything that I already said. So the heritage, we have the Buon Talenti, which embodies a little bit uh, all of our philosophy, you know, like uh, simple ingredients, uh, high quality ingredients, a long history, you know, like the recipe, uh, I, I told you, like it, it, it appeared in the 70s. And then it has been in the making ever since, you know, like, I think the last version of Buon Talenti was released I think last year or the year before, mm. um, you know, to make it creamier, to make it nicer to the palate and so on and so forth. So um, the heritage, but also the innovation and being being always like ready to find something new, you know, like be always hungry for more, um, mm. uh, not only hungry for gelato, but also hungry <laughs> for, you know, something new. 
nice. Yeah, it's it's one thing I always think about with Valiani is, yeah, like a, a sort of really wide range of sort of different interesting flavors and like new things coming out all the time. And yeah, I, I think I think I met you once at one of the, the sort of tasting dinners where you were doing like savory gelato as well as like part of a tasting menu and like all these kind of interesting exactly. things. Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's one uh, that's that's one of the, you know, like of the um, uh, creations by Paolo Pomposi. Mm. So he he decided to, you know, like, OK, let's try this. Um, and he did um, a dinner in Florence and then uh, Nicolò recreated that mm. in London and uh, you were there as well, I remember. It's great, you know, because like it's, uh, okay, let's think outside of the box. Okay, gelato doesn't have to necessarily be only like a dessert. It can also be just, uh, you know, like a, a companion of uh, a savory item. So it, it was, it was, it, it was the first time for me also like uh, trying, tasting savory gelato. And it was definitely a, a crazy experience, <laughs> but Obviously, we don't sell savory gelato in the shops, uh, but uh, but we do provide it to like uh, restaurants, uh, mm. catering events, and something like something like that for sure. Yeah, very cool. I, I think yeah, a couple of examples were like sort of a black olive gelato, and I think like ketchup gelato, and yeah, yeah. truffle, you, truffle, yeah, truffle gelato exactly. with a, with a peachy pasta with truffle mm. gelato. It's it's still it's still in the back of my mouth, although it was like. <laughs> Two years ago, it was like pre-lockdown, right? So I think yeah, it was like yeah. end of 2019. Never forget that, definitely. <laughs> so so I, I guess, like, can you give us any insight into how that kind of creative process works? I guess in, in Paolo's mind, most of all, like, how does the flavor development like come to pass? It's it's all about curiosity. Curiosity in in you know like at 360 degrees. Mm. So both Paolo and Nicolò, they're both like both like very curious people. They visit a lot of like expositions. They visit a lot of like factories, companies that produce you know like uh, raw ingredients. They're always on the lookout for uh, for the best ingredients. Uh, you know like to to perfection the the recipe even more. Um, you know about the dark chocolate. Uh, sorbet, right? I mean, we have this amazing dark chocolate sorbet. And, and it's amazing because just the development of this recipe just simply has never ended, you mm -hmm. know? And, uh, you know, like it, it was 20 years in the making and then, and then it was like, no, we can still make it better. We can still make it better. And that I think is that like the, the number one factor, you know, like curiosity, always also like the, uh, the, they're two geniuses and, but they're also like pretty humble in thinking like, okay, yes, this recipe can still hmm. be made better in a way, you know, like can still um, become even, even more, even creamier, even <laughs> uh, nicer, even more sustainable and so on and so forth. And I think that's, that's the, the core thing at the, at the, you know, at the basis of the creative process. And then there's just a lot, a lot of trials, try and fails and so on and so forth. You know, like, I mean, you see a new flavor coming out, that's the result of like, uh, a lot of research and development, uh, a lot of, uh, that's like just the, the end uh, attempt, you know, like sure. before reaching exactly like that kind of perfection that we strive for. Amazing. And so uh, you, you mentioned sort of about the, the nationwide delivery and stuff before and like how the pandemics affected business for you at Bariani. I was wondering if there were kind of any other sort of challenges or opportunities you found in the last like sort of year or two like that's come off the back of yeah like covid happening 
Yeah, I mean, definitely, um, like the, the going digital um, has been the main takeaway from the from the pandemic. So we we invested a lot uh, onto the the new website, mm -hmm. the London delivery, the nationwide delivery. So that's that's definitely something. And yeah, I mean, th th I think that that's the main takeaway, to be honest, from the from the pandemic. That uh, you know, like it, it, we can be traditional again. We can be traditional, but still, you know, like kind of like marry. The new, um, the new means of yeah. um, communication and so on and so forth. So that's definitely the takeaway. Nice. Has the nationwide delivery been going well? Is it here to stay? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely here to stay. It's definitely here to stay. We're still, it, it's still a work in progress in a mm. way, because obviously, you know, like it's, it, it's still kind of like experimental um, because, um, you know, like clearly like the logistics will will have to be improved mm. uh there's always room for improvement right uh, but but we're very happy we're very happy customers are very happy you know like a lot of uh, a lot of customers are recurring so they're coming back again uh after having you know like lot of chivita withdrawals and we're very happy we're very happy because like when we when we just threw the idea in the room uh, we were like okay I mean, let's let's see if it's possible. But mm. uh, it sounded like it sounded like you know, like something from a movie. Uh, <laughs> and uh, when we were able to launch it, we were definitely very happy. Actually, we're at, you're kind of like building on top of the, the London delivery and UK delivery, and we um, we are about to launch a gelato subscription oh, uh, right, in wow. the next month. So basically, so basically, um, yes, you just uh, you just get every two weeks, uh, for instance, you get your you know like your surprise box from Badiani, which is which is great because uh, you know like you know how happy you are when you receive like an Amazon parcel, you know like imagine you receive like a box of gelato every two weeks and uh, you know like it contains your favorite flavors, but also like you know, like uh, something new, something that, uh, you know, like the people in the, in our team decided that could be a good match uh, mm. for you and so on and so forth. So we're really excited. Um, that's also like uncharted territory. So yeah. um, we are looking forward to see how the feedback, feedback will be, but we just want to try new things, you know, we just uh, want to do everything we can, you know, like to spread the sweetness. Basically. Spread the love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, that, that sounds very, very cool. I'm probably going to have to uh, set some money aside for that <laughs> for when that starts coming out. Amazing. Well, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna turn out cheap. Like every subscription, obviously, it's gonna come out cheaper. You know, if you subscribe. So it's, ah, smart, in the smart. end, in the end, it's actually saving money, Mike. <laughs> I mean, I'm already sold. You don't have to keep pitching it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess uh, apart from that, which is obviously very exciting in itself, and your expansion, like. I mean, more in London and to Spain and other other places. Like, what else does the future kind of hold for for Badiani coming up? More gelato. <laughs> um, no, I, I I'm sure that like the future holds well a lot of challenges because obviously like if as we hope we'll become bigger. Obviously that you know our our kind of guiding light will still be okay. Yes, scalability, but rem remembering like where we come from and remembering that like quality is paramount for us so that's going to be our guiding like for sure you know like our northern star is definitely going to be you know like that the quality has to stay uh, the same we'll have to adapt the same way that as we adapted when we when we came here you know mm. like obviously we in in uh, in london we are using ingredients from uh, from uh, 
the UK, from sure. England, you know, all the dairy comes from England. And some, some things, no, we have to obviously get them from, from Italy because, you know, like we want to maintain exactly the, mm. the amazing taste that we're famous for. So it's, it's all about, you know, like adapting and finding, you know, like the perfect solution that absolutely does not compromise on quality. That's definitely what's, what's going to be in the next, uh, in the next years. Perfect. And so the last kind of couple of questions are ones that I kind of asking everyone about sort of you and like the London food scene and things. So, I mean, obviously you've, le- you've left London behind for now, sadly <laughs> for us, maybe not so sadly for you. <laughs> um, but but so what, what were your like favorite places to eat at while you were here? Well, uh, um, one definitely has to be Mercato Metropolitano. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know that it's like a little bit of conflict of interest for me saying <laughs> this because Mercato Metropolitano hosts us uh, in, uh, in Elephant and Castle and now in all the new locations, like mm. there, Elephant Park and soon uh, Canary Wharf. But Mercato Metropolitano is a great place to go, you know, like when you're like, okay, I want to go out, I want to eat something nice, but I don't know exactly what. Mm. That's great because like you have like so many different choices. So that's always a very good choice, a very good recommendation that I always Mm -hmm. give to my friends. My uh, place of the heart though in London is this uh, nice little place called Mbare, M-B-A-R-E, which basically means like bro in in Sicilian dialect. And um, and it's this like Italian restaurant in uh, Clapham. Right. I love it because uh, I, I used to live in Clapham. So me and my flatmate, we used to go there a lot. They actually cl- like closed during the pandemic and they reopened now. I have to see the new, the renewed, like the, the, the revamped location mm-hmm. now. But uh, but yeah, the food was great. The cocktails were just out of this world. <laughs> so definitely, that's that's like the, the top suggestion that I usually say. Tell to my friends when they're like, "Okay, what's a good place to eat?" Oh, amazing! I'll definitely hunt that one down for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, the other like the trickier one, I guess, especially now that you're now that you're not here, maybe is what What do you think is going to be kind of the next big sort of food trend to to hit London or hit anywhere really? Like, what's the what's going to be on the horizon? I think um, I think that the key in the next years, um, at least I hope so, because that's that's where I want to see the food business going. Um, it's going to be like contamination, which sounds a horrible word right now, because like during during the pandemic, we, we started thinking of contamination as a bad thing. But in food is actually good in, in <laughs> culture in general. Contamination is good. Right. Um, so I've always been a fan of contamination. I always think that like the best ideas come when, you know, like when you, when you start thinking outside of the box, when you start thinking, you know, like, uh, okay, what can I learn from you? Hmm. And I think, uh, I hope that the next food trend, uh, you know, it's going to be contamination, not only like fusion, fusion, it's kind of like passe in a way, because it, it was, um, but, but because like fusion, it's kind of, I'm sorry, I'm being like very harsh right now, but um, it, it's, it's kind of like forcing two things together. Hmm. It, it can be great. I mean, I've been to great fusion restaurants and in the end, you know, obviously the, the result can be still good. But I think something a bit more organic, you know, like hmm. some contamination a bit more organic. Um, I think it's where the future of the food business uh, is going to. Amazing. Does that uh, make sense? Does that oh, answer yeah, your question? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I, 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 I definitely <laughs> know what you mean. Um, yeah, I'm with you hundred uh, percent for sure. This is where I'd normally ask sort of what you'd like to plug or promote about Badiani that's coming up in the future. I mean, we're coming up to Christmas, so I think you've probably got a few things in the works that people will be 
able to get their of hands course. on. Of course, Christmas <laughs> Christmas is our favorite time of the year. Not mine personally. I'm I'm a bit of a Grinch uh, personally, <laughs> but obviously, you know, like uh, Christmas is a great time for for treat yourself. And uh, obviously, in our shops, we're gonna have uh, the Pandoro and Panettone. Um, which are the iconic uh, Italian uh, Christmas cakes. Mm. Our Pandoro and Panettone are in- incredibly good. They come from Italy, um, and I-, I know I'm biased. <laughs> I-, I know, I know. It's like, okay, of course, Leo, you're saying that your Pandoro and Panettone are good. Um, I-, I-, I would react exactly the same, but I swear it's the truth because it's um, you know, like Panettone can be like kind of dry, can mm. be a little bit like tasteless sometimes. Our pandora and panettone are just uh, are just fantastic. You know, like you can eat them for breakfast, you can eat them for as a dessert, uh, you can eat them on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day, on New Year's Eve. You can eat them. Uh, I usually eat pandora and panettone uh, until my birthday, which is uh, the end of February. So it's uh, nice. yeah, yeah, that, there's just no rule. There's just no rule <laughs> with pandora and panettone. It's great, and we pair them usually with our uh, hot chocolate, uh, mm-hmm. which is also uh, an exclusive recipe by. Composing, so it's not just any hot chocolate. as the hot chocolate the way we do it in uh, in Italy. So it's like that thick hot mm. chocolate, you know that 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 you're like, okay, yeah, this is this is very satisfactory. You know, <laughs> it's not it's not just like you know like milk with Nesquik. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely it's definitely another another championship. Perfect. So, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be getting myself a fair bit of that. A, a slice of panettone with a, a mug of hot chocolate. Like, it's, it's great. It's, all I want for Christmas is that. <laughs> Perfect. So the, the panettone gelato will be making a comeback as well? Yes, uh, we will uh, make them uh, on request because obviously the logistics behind that uh, mm-hmm. is uh, is not easy because the panettone is uh, kind of big. Uh, but what we're going to uh, launch uh, this year as well is basically we're going to um, sell a combination on uh, on our uh, e-commerce platform uh, where you can buy the panettone and uh, a box of Buontalenti. And uh, on our social media, we're going to explain how, you know, like how to carve your ah. own uh, panettone filled with Buontalenti, which is a very a very nice recipe and very easy to make in a way because it's just carving panettone and filling it with Buontalenti. Um, it's very great for for the Christmas Eve uh, dinner. Instant happiness. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Well, I think that's about all the time I have to sort of probe your mind for all things gelato and otherwise but thanks so much for taking the time to chat to me it's all very uh, enlightening and nice to take yeah a trip back in time uh, with a pointillenti definitely it was a huge pleasure mike really <laughs> it's uh, it's been a great chat and as you see you know like i love talking about everything florence everything gelato everything badiani so yeah i hope to see you soon and happy holidays <laughs> happy holidays indeed thanks very much again cheers ciao mike So there you have it. Thanks so much again to Leo for taking the time to chat to me out of his lovely Florentine day. And I hope you will all go and check out Badiani no matter where you are in the country. You can find me on Instagram at MikeEatsLondon or follow the pod at MikeMeetsLondon. If you enjoyed the episode, please do subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And please drop me a line with thoughts about the show, suggestions about who I should chat to, anything you fancy. See you next time.